Lazard to the right. Offset eye in the backfield behind Rodgers under center. And he backpedals, looks, pump fakes. Now lost. Right side. Lazard adjusts. Oh, leaping grab in the end zone. Touchdown, Green Bay. Welcome to the Packer Force Podcast. I am your host, Elliot Sill, joined by my brothers, the Deacon and the and Black Mountain. It is Andrew Sill and Peter Sill, respectively. Um, gentlemen, we are coming off a fine night of gallivanting through the Minnesota Vikings defense. Um, 37 to 10 was the final score on Sunday. The Packers hit 13 and 3 for the third straight year. They clinched the number one seed. They Put the final nail in Minnesota's playoff coffin. Um, not its cancel culture coffin. It's playoff coffin. Something that is actually no true. Um, uh, yeah, 37 to 10 against the Vikings. We've got a lot, of to- lot to talk about now, including um, where we stand uh, emotionally with the team, where we stand going into the playoffs, where Aaron Rodgers stands in the MVP race, and what this Lions game might look like. Um, so let's jump in, guys. Let's. I, I want to go ahead and get your thoughts on this game. We talked before the game. Are you excited? Are you not excited? We had nope from Andrew, and we had sure from Peter. <laughs> so uh, all right, did that game get you excited? I'll start with I'll start with you, Andrew. Uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> I don't know how it did. Like, I was bitching about the cold, but the cold totally played a factor for me. Like a positive factor? Yeah, I decided to make a fire and sit outside for 90% of the game. I was a bitch and went inside every now and then just to warm up. Who did that? Who was the Packers running back that we signed that lived in Chicago but loved the Packers and opened up his window when it was freezing outside to watch a Packer game? It was a running back that we signed. Was it uh, Cedric Benson? It might have been Cedric Dedson. No, it wasn't. Was it like Chris Carson or something? I thought it was one of those like Kristen, uh, Kristen Michael, Carson Bailey. Might have been Kristen. The Rock. Uh, it was one of them. I just okay, remember I was like, just find this this life. Somebody that just wanted to fucking be a part of the game like the guys in the game so they watched it as cold as they could get it yeah that's basically exactly what i did yeah i, mean, I haven't I done that in a outside. while i loved it i was fucking intensely intent on beating the shit out of the vikings and beat the shit out of the vikings we did and it was a lot of wintry fun 
Yeah. Nice. It was great. Um, you thought it was great. So yeah, are where where you where are you at, Peter? Man, I went from a three, you know, to a, to at least a seven. Okay. Um, I, that, yeah, man, it was because it was everything that you wanted in a game. They did exactly what you wanted them to do. This was the first time all year that something was actually on the line. Besides just a win and getting you to where you need to go, just continue win every game, just win. And then finally it's like, oh, if we win tonight, we're the number one seed. We lock that down. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we kicked the Vikings out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they just went out there and did it. Like the whole time, the, fir- the first quarter we had the field goal and then the – I. I thought they were going to kick another field goal because I went up to get some uh, chili. And uh, when I came back with my chili and my fries, uh, <laughs> we had not scored any more points and we turned it over on downs. But then after that, <laughs> it was just like, it was just a systematic ass whooping of the Minnesota Vikings. And that's yeah. what I wanted because they came out, they played their playoff game and caught us off guard. And then we came out. And I said, I was like, I can't wait for them to come to Lambeau and just know that this is this. It's not about them. They don't <laughs> matter. They, their team does not matter. And not we the just, main character in the story here. We just made them that. Yeah, they had their little day, <laughs> but it didn't matter. And and I I love that because I was hurt, and I just wanted to make them not matter. And the Packers did it. So I'd say more than a seven. That got me up to like a. Saying eight. Okay. And credit where credit's due to the entire rest of the football day for getting me there. Because (laughs) ever since Antonio Brown lost his shit, (laughs) that was a football day that was worth watching from there on for the rest of the day. Like, I was not expecting to just be, like, honed in on everything going on NFL all day. Mm Mm-hmm. But after I got drawn in by Antonio Brown, every game was good. There were implications for the playoffs up and down the schedule. A lot of things happened. The AFC was interesting as hell. It was a great football day that led up to a really fun game for us. And that got me hyped, and it carried me through. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, I was excited for us, and maybe that's why I couldn't get into the rest of the day as much as you, Andrew. But I was like, yeah, I was playing some Final Fantasy during that Cowboys Cardinals game. It was like, okay. Oh, I was playing Mad Zelda. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, I I want to take some credit because this is exactly what I had envisioned for this game is like treating the Vikings like they're the Bears <laughs> and just d- playing them with contempt for their hopes and dreams. And we've got I my initial prediction was 48 to 10. Mm-hmm. And then you you Andrew, you backed me off of that by reminding me how cold it was gonna be. So then I yep. adjusted to 24 to 5. Um I mean, it was 37 to 10. It was right kind of in that zone of like yeah, it was in the pocket. Um yeah, so it was it was great to see that. 13 and 3 for the third straight year. And here's why I feel like a sense of kind of of newness and like refreshment with this with this win is because 
We are, we, we reclaimed the station that we, that we lost last year. Last year, into the, going into the playoffs as the number one seed was a big deal. The year before, we were the two seed, right? We had to go to San Francisco and play there. It was terrible. And then it was like we had home field advantage last season, and it we blew it. And that made me very personally hurt um, to the point where I was like, okay, whatever, you know. And then now it's like they're back. The Packers are back to where they were. They're back in the one seed. They get another shot at executing this playoff run from the pole position. Um, and so, like, and next next week's game does not matter for for you know positioning purposes. It's all about getting out there, getting live reps, staying healthy, and then going taking a week off, and and then you'll have the divisional round. Um, so for me, it's. I, I want to say it's we're back, even though I know we're not really going to be back until the NFC Championship game kicks off with us in it at home. But I we're guess. lined up on the right path again. Right. We did the regular season part of it. It's like the regular season is essentially over now. Yeah. It's and done. it's like a it's like a it was like a three step process. It was like bring the team back, get the one seed, win the playoffs. And we're through step two, and step two was a big step. Um, yeah, a long step. Long, long step. Um, but yeah, and and here we go. It's 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 so, really exciting. I'm proud of the team for doing it. I'm proud of them for grinding and getting back to exactly where they were. It's it's really impressive. So let let me ask you a question then. Uh, how do you feel after week sixteen? last year compared to after week 16 this year and then or not not week 16 week 17 yeah week 17 and then it's kind of interesting we have week 18 that doesn't necessarily feel like it's that much of a longer no like i've been saying all along nobody needs a fucking week 18 (laughs) nobody does turns out packers sure the fuck dope that's right so how do you feel do you, you remember week 17 last year? Was, Against the Lions? Yeah, in the last second field goal. No, 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 no. Last, last week 17 was against Chicago. Was against Chicago? Yeah, it was against Chicago. Oh, shit, I'm wrong. So, yeah, we, had, <coughs> we had Tennessee in week 16, and that's the game that this game actually reminded me of. Mm, mm, where yes. uh, it was the second to last game of the season, and we were facing a – it, yeah. it, it was our first tough game in a while because we had faced the hapless Bears, the hapless Eagles, the hapless Lions, the hapless Panthers all in a row after losing to the Colts. And then we got the we got the Titans um, on Sunday Night Football yeah. and we AJ Dillon. That is, this is our test going into the playoffs. We don't have another test after this, so we got to do this. Can we pull it off? And we pulled the shit out of that one. So I would say yeah. last last year at after that Titans game I was probably more excited. I was because this was it was like it was a same the same position but it was new and it was like yes we got it everything's lined up we're going to win the Super Bowl and now I know better and I'm like yes we've got it everything's lined up now let's not fuck this up. 
-hmm. And that there's still that hanging anxiety at the end of that sentence there that makes it, you know, it's, it's not, it's not as pure of an excitement. It is excitement, but with this twinge of like wisdom and sadness. So your, your anxiety is that, uh, has that been there through the year? I haven't felt any anxiety this year. It, no, it, it, no, it's, that's the void, Peter. I've talked about the void all year long. That's what the void is. It's the, the fact that you know that no matter what happens, you are one bad game away from none of it mattering. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I will say and that. so now the actual anxiety comes up. Yes. Now the anxiety has teeth. I'm ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> the anxiety is getting just, you excited. It's a different yes. story this year. Last year we were on a journey towards a point and towards a thing, that thing being the Super Bowl. But so much of this season has just been a revenge trail. And this is, until we get past our revenge story, then we're back on last year's fucking story. Say more about revenge trail. What do you mean revenge trail? To revenge, avenge, fucking make up for our horrible mistake last year. Okay. This season has been like a long-ass Kill Bill 1 and 2, and we're finally finding Bill. Mm. And we just we found his Kill body. Bill before we can really find out who the fucking bride is going to be after this shit. So is David Bakhtiari then our daughter that we come back <laughs> and we're back at Bill and David Bakhtiari pops up and we're like... <gasps> It's you. No, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope David Bakhtiari comes back. I think that metaphor sucks, but like, yeah. that's a good point that I want. I'd love to see David that Bakhtiari play. Did suck. I, uh, I like that you were trying yeah. to work it in there. I don't think it worked, but yeah, we need yeah. Bakhtiari. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, speaking of guys who may or may not play next week, uh, Aaron Rodgers might play next week he might not first of all would you play him and then second of all is aaron Rodgers the mvp i'll take that yeah um no and yes what do you think legend (laughs) thank you for taking that um do you play him (coughs) who the fuck is that up to I'm pretty it's sure it's up to Aaron Rodgers. I think that's up to a conversation between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, with Aaron Rodgers having the final say. Yeah, absolutely. If Aaron Rodgers wants to play, he's going to play. If he doesn't, then he won't. Does he want to play? No? Do you guys remember that game in 2018 when everything was over? And Aaron Rodgers started the last game of the season, and he got knocked out with a concussion. And the Lions beat Ooh. us thirty-one to zero. Do you guys remember yeah. that? I had <laughs> yeah. forgotten about that till earlier this week. It was like, oh wow. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Not, I, I don't think I watched that game. <laughs> I think I that game. Yeah, that was that was a horrible end to a terrible season. That was rough. So that's like. Hey, we had that Jets game, though. We beat the Jets. <laughs> and Devontae Adams had the game winning touchdown. Oh, oh yeah. Time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think 
I, w- I actually would like to see Aaron play a little bit. I think you just have to get the mindset right and only play him a quarter or a half. I think, like, you know, treat it treat it like preseason. Don't get him hurt. If he gets sacked, like, once, that's too much. Um, but I, I, almost, I, I would almost be okay with Aaron Rodgers being the only one to sit. Um, maybe Devontae Adams, too. Yeah, but I think it's Peter easier to talked keep about it. this earlier. I think you sit Devontae before you sit Aaron Rodgers. Possibly, possibly, because it's easier. But I, because it's easier for Devontae to just pull up limp. Yeah, yeah, Devontae could could pull up limp. I I was, you have more control over whether Devontae's in harm's way versus Aaron's in harm's way. But you're right, you know, an ACL snaps at any time, and that. That's not that's not really happening to quarterbacks. It happens to wide receivers though all the time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like <coughs> it's totally possible that his bot, you know, his body's very well conditioned. Um, and if he's if he's feeling fine, it should be fine. And just and you're you're playing in Detroit, right? You're on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't think you guys. I don't think you guys understood me exactly. Um, I I don't think Aaron Rodgers should play. First of all, he's got a broken toe. I think the more rest you can get on that, the better. Mm-hmm. If you want to treat it like preseason, Aaron Rodgers doesn't play preseasons anymore. That he mm-hmm. just doesn't do that. And this year it didn't work that well, but last year it worked just fine. And honestly, I think with the mindset that he has, I just think he needs to keep that mindset that like. You know what? I'm gonna go out there and I don't need to practice. I don't. I'm gonna beat the brakes off anyway. And if that's what's working for him, then let that ride. Okay. Well, I think we can roll this into our next apparent question. Yeah. Does Aaron Rodgers have to do anything in this last game to get the MVP? No. Nothing in this last game could contribute to his case of having value because he's already clinched the top record in this conference. He's already done. I think good that's another reason why you sit him. He's just yeah. like, you know what? I did so good already that my team is going to be fine without me. I already left my kids enough wealth to last them generation. <laughs> that's when you take the final without studying because you just know the content that well. No, exactly. I mean, from A to B to C. I don't believe he has to do anything to prove it. I don't believe he'll play if he doesn't want to. And I don't really think he wants to. So, yeah, I think he sits, and that's fine. Yeah. I think I think the, the, more, the more we talk about this, it's just like the upside of playing him is so small. The upside of sitting him is pretty large because I also want to see Jordan Love again. Yeah. I also I also do want to get him back on the field and get him important reps because if Aaron does go down during the playoffs, it'll be good that he had more reps and his last memory isn't, you know, the Steve Spagnolo blitz nightmare. Yeah. Whether it's significant time or if he just needs to come in for a series because Aaron stubbed a knee or some shit. <laughs> stubbed a knee. I mean, you don't want to say stubbed a toe because stubbing a toe could be serious, but I'm talking about a stubbing <laughs> injury. Yeah. Um, so Aaron is the MVP then? You guys think he's going to win it this year? 
I do. Yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback to ever play the game. I'm very biased, but I don't think I'm wrong. I mean, I think Tom Brady is the best winner of all time. I think he is the most dedicated to football. I think he's also the simplest. (laughs) Like, I don't think there's really anything else that really gets in there besides the task at hand. And so he's he's amazing like that. But in, in terms of, like... I think talent plays a big factor in it, and I I just don't know anyone who has the arm talent or is as good at the quarterback position, has the capabilities as Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's just – he's – yeah, he's so good. He's so good. Tom Brady's pretty fucking good too. Yes. Yeah, when, he is. When you say that about Aaron Rodgers, you can say he's so good till fucking kingdom come. But yeah, if there's one guy in NFL history that you can say he's so good more times about, it might be Tom Brady. I mean, I think Peyton Manning also, like, I remember oh. hating the idea when I was younger, but Peyton Manning completely revolutionized the game. Yeah, I mean, he did. And then Tom Brady fucking made him look like an asshole and swept him away. I don't know about that. Peyton Manning I don't think won, he made him look like an asshole. Peyton Manning won no. his last year as a Super Bowl, and he didn't get swept away. He went out a champion. He did. But come on. In the all-time conversation, you know yes. it's a fact that Tom Brady has fucking kindly picked fucking Peyton Manning up and set him behind him. Yeah, that that's true. And in the in the in the in the sense of, you know, having success at the late in his late career and supplanting Peyton Manning in any conversation one has about who's the greatest of all time, especially since Peyton Manning's end of his career was while it was successful, there was a definite drop off in talent um, at an age that for Tom Brady would be about five years ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, in, in that sense, yes, Peyton is yeah. no longer in that conversation. It's only Aaron because, theoretically, Aaron could win two or three more Super Bowls and have I mean, enough to have a case. Right now, Aaron is struggling to pass Peyton Manning on that number two seat. Do you think he has that clearly? The number two? I Well, it's just tough. I don't think Peyton Manning... Comparing Peyton Manning to Aaron Rodgers is tough because I think Aaron Rodgers is a more talented thrower of the football than Peyton Manning, and he's also a more talented operator of the game. But I think when Peyton Manning came into his prime, he was operating the game at a level that was so head and shoulders above anyone else had ever done it that Mm -hmm. it was, you know, there was a larger gap between Peyton and number two in Peyton's prime Mm -hmm. than there was between Aaron and number two in Aaron's prime. Um, And number two would be Tom Brady. Um, And number one above both of them somehow is Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady just... If, like, I would take... I would probably take Tom Brady if I needed to win a drive. I would probably take Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you're both very right. There is a time in this league 
where Peyton Manning was above Tom Brady as a talented thrower and a talented fucking runner of an offense. Peyton Manning was above Tom Brady, despite Tom Brady winning a lot of championships. And since Peyton retired, there's been a lot of years where Aaron Rodgers has been a more talented, more efficient runner of a football team. Yet somehow Tom Brady is dancing on both of their one current and one eventual grades. Dude, that's because last year they had Devin White fucking Larry David. What is his name? Lamonte David. Lamonte David. David. (laughs) Not Larry David. He would not make (laughs) a good line. And Dominican Sue. Like, uh, JPP. Like, that that Mm -hmm. defensive front was was so nasty for everyone. Like, they made Pat Pat Mahomes look like a baby. I mean, that... uh, I mean, Von Miller that, made that Cam Newton look like a baby. Okay, yeah. but how many rings does Tom have? He's Six. done it with that many different groups. And Tom Tom has actually gotten three rings since Peyton retired, which is nuts. That is crazy. That's crazy. The thing is, is that, yes, Tom Brady often has a top ten defense. Well, what did Joe I Barry. Hate him. Not Joe Barry. I hate him. And I think Aaron Rodgers is better than him this year. And I think Aaron Rodgers is better than him most years. Aaron Rodgers but was you better have than to him put last some year. respect on that motherfucker's name. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I think, I think, yes. I think I would put, I would say Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. I mean, he's the greatest football player to ever play the game. I think he's the best winner of football games. He's the best teammate. But Aaron Rodgers, like, if if I'm saying, all right, make this throw, there's just so many throws that I think Aaron Rodgers can make that Tom Brady can't make. I think there's a lot of things that Aaron Rodgers is able to do that Tom Brady is not able to do. So and that's Tom, just Brady, that's Tom just, Brady has a 1,000 more yards. Yes. You want to do than, this, Matt? Than Aaron Rodgers. He has – 169 more throws. Okay. His if yards. Break his, it, if you break it down by average and put Aaron Rodgers with as many throws as Tom, Aaron Rodgers is winning by almost 300 yards. If you set their throws to the same amount with touchdowns, Aaron Rodgers has six and a half more touchdowns. So if you said if you said it by average, Aaron is still not top five in average yards per throw. Um, Joe Burrow, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Stafford, and Kyler Murray and Derek Carr are better. Aaron Rodgers is above Tom Brady, who is twelfth. Mm. But at the same time, <coughs> I mean that's that's providing value to your team, is it not? That you're the one who's being charged with, you know actually doing more of the offense while Aaron has such a solid running game. I mean, Tom Brady's had Leonard Fournette who's been injured. He's been having to work with like Ronald Jones and Le'Veon Bell um, to orchestrate game winning drives like last week. Um, so I think, I think against the jilts, but here's, here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers is going to win MVP and we know this because because the guy who came out and said Aaron Rodgers isn't getting his vote for MVP was lambasted by universally 
Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't know if it's supposed to be Hube as in Hubie or Hub as in Hubcap, but Hub Arkush, um, who's apparently a Bears guy, made his case uh, for voting against Aaron Rodgers by saying Aaron Rodgers has really hurt his team in a lot of ways through his behavior, referring partially to the lying about vaccination status, testing positive, and then missing a game because of not being vaccinated. Um, and the whole offseason, the whole offseason situation, which I think that's I, – I, I don't think that's meritless entirely because, yeah. you know, would you rather have Aaron Rodgers or would you rather have Tom Brady? Like, Tom Brady isn't – putting your team in limbo for the entire offseason. He's not, um, you know, stoking flames of, of division between the fan base and, and the management and himself. Um, and Aaron did that. Through his silence, he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was his deliberate choice to let that fire burn and, you know, let that those questions really dominate uh, our, our offseason. And so less for the COVID and missing the one game, which like everybody missed a game with COVID this year, right? That was like the thing to do, whether you're vaxxed or not. Um, Yeah, that'd be a good thing to keep an eye out. I want to do a segment. Who hasn't had COVID yet? And who should get COVID right now? Right now is the time to get COVID. Everybody go. Austin Smith and Sean Gary need to go get COVID. They need to go to a Trump rally. Yep. Just long, just for 15 minutes. Easier ways than that. Just go to Walmart. Sure, go to Walmart or go to any public school. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sorry, I off track. I no, just think I, but so. But no, 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 no. What are, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the on the character case against Aaron Rodgers for MVP? No, here it is. Like that is absolutely correct. Because here's the thing about the MVP award. It is largely and hugely and massively political. If you've got Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and a field of other guys that maybe you're nipping at it, it's going to be between those two. So Easily. Uh, so it is between so, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I, I, don't think that the, I don't think that the character argument actually holds that much weight. I think it's a popularity contest. To the media, and Aaron Rodgers lied about his COVID, not to the organization, not to his coach, not to his teammates. Right. First and foremost, he lied about his COVID to the media. So when yeah. people get fucking pissed in the media and say they feel betrayed by this dude, like that's gonna have repercussions. And well, mathematically, statistically, I completely believe Rodgers has it over Brady. There's enough of an argument for Brady that if the media is pissed at Rodgers, they could go the other way very easily. So this is what I was going to say about uh, the, the narrative, the character narrative hurting the organization. Um, when he turned against the media when he lied to the media and made enemies with the media 
it pretty much stopped there. When John Gruden made enemies with the media, the media did their work and went digging. And then you heard all these guys like, yeah, John Gruden was always a fucking racist. You know, there was all sorts of stuff like that. You didn't hear any players coming out on the Packers organization saying like, yeah, you know what? He, he's been an asshole. He's an asshole teammate. He's been an asshole to me. No one said that. And so this whole drama of the offseason as well, where it's like, will Urban Meyer or John what? Gruden? Do you mean Urban Meyer or John Gruden? John Gruden. Oh, Urban Meyer, I, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, Meyer. both of them. Yeah. Urban, yeah. Ur, everyone was ready to jump on Urban Meyer. But usually when something like that happens, people jump on you. That didn't happen with Aaron Rodgers. And after all the drama that he put the organization and the fans through, he's going to be back in Green Bay most likely next year. So, like, how much damage did he really do? When you hurt your team, hold on, who? Generally, your back team in is Green hurt. Bay most likely. I, I, that's the way that it's that it seems to me. With Aaron that's Rodgers. The Aaron Rodgers back with the Packers most likely. Most that's what I, likely. Peter Sill said it first. Wow. I think a lot of people have said it. I'm just picking a lot of people. Why. A lot of people have turned on this one. They, they, a lot of people are saying now, oh, he he looks really happy there. He doesn't look like he's going to leave. The thing is, he but looked just I, as fucking happy it. last season. Yeah. So. The financials haven't changed. So, I mean, yeah. Bill when you hurt your team, your team gets hurt. And no one has been hurt. Our losses have not been hurt. The team is not hurt. The organization at the top level doesn't seem hurt. It seems like they all are pretty buddy-buddy now. So yeah. how much is he really hurting the organization? I don't think he is. Yeah, I think. I think we're living with him just fine. <laughs> living with him better than anyone else is living with their quarterback. Like, keep if paying you look at the bills, but Keep paying the bills, Dad. You get done with that argument, and then the guy from the media just looks at you and say, but Tom's got a 1,000 more yards and five more touchdowns. I don't care. I, I think Aaron Rodgers is playing at a crazy level this year. In some ways, it's not the same as last year, and in some ways, it's better. I think he doesn't have the exact same deep ball. Last year, the deep ball was crazy. This year, it's not quite as there, but he's throwing it through guys' face masks. Like he's yeah, his deep it. ball. His deep ball is off this year. I think that's fair to say. His accuracy with the deep ball is bad. Wasn't he's hit, wasn't he's hit one game. or two? He hit Devonte real nice last game. Yeah, those were those were long mid rangers, man. Those weren't bombs. He hit plenty. He hasn't. He's still got a 13-yard longer long ball than Tom has this year. <coughs> yeah, but most of that length was MVS running. Yeah, but shut up. Don't tell him that. There you go. Um, but look, listen, listen to this. Listen to Andrew arguing for Aaron for MVP. Look at that. Yeah, See? he deserves it. He's played better than fucking Brady. He has. He has. And one less win. You can't be the MVP if you have 169 more throws and you won less. Well, yeah, the whole argument for Tom is winning and he hasn't done it. So, All right. 
I don't think you guys are making good arguments. I think you're right, but I don't think those are the right arguments to make. Well, what are the right <laughs> ones then, motherfucker? Come with it. I think I think Aaron Rodgers has fewer throws because his team is playing from ahead. And he's able to be efficient with his throws and get the team ahead. And then they run and salt the game away. While you Tom has been. That. You don't know that. No, you no, that is definitely time. another one of many. And no. that is one of the first ones I launched into. Why does Tom have so many fucking throws? What is it a signal of when you have a million throws a game? You're playing from behind. I don't know if the Bucks have been playing from behind. And they're also 12 and 4. Like, he, he the records are the same. They're um, not. They're not. They're different by one game, which isn't – that's not enough to sway me. That's not enough to say winning versus not winning. He's Of course he's winning. If Tom Brady was this on the 7-9 and – if he was Drew Brees on the 7-9 and nine Saints, then, yeah, you can say, like, you didn't win. But when Aaron you're, Rodgers is thirteen and two. Tom, Tom Brady won as many games as he needs to to win the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Last year they were the five seed. They didn't win their division, and they it's won about the, the regular Bowl. season. Yeah, and it is. It's about the regular season, but you know, it's also about completing the the, the mission of the regular season. I think Tom completed his. I think Aaron completed his. Um. Yeah, and, but based on the backlash that this guy got for, for making that case, he's going to be the only one with that case. Um, but, I, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think um, I think Aaron's going to be the MVP. But I'll also say this. I don't give a fuck if he's the MVP. I don't care. Um, if he If he loses it, I'm not even going to be, like, upset. I'll just, you know... Especially since they're going to announce that the same day that they're going to announce the Hall of Fame class. And and I'm going to be caring about Leroy Butler, not about Aaron Rodgers. True that. Um, Okay, so with that, we've got one game left on this on this regular season, um, which, you know, is just redoing the last. regular season. Peter wants to talk about something really quick first. Let's Peter Peter what did what did you want to talk about? I got a segment to introduce. It's called Who Liked the Cold. <laughs> great. I thought it was a great idea for a segment. Elliot's got other ideas though. I do. You want to do that segment or you want to go to the next one? I want to give you I let I will cut Go ahead and, and audition your segment, and I'll I'll judge it. Man, last game was cold, and it's going to be cold for these playoffs. And we had, so is this a cold weather team? Yes, yes, it's absolutely a cold weather team because you got guys showing up. Like who who likes the cold? Who do you think like? I think AJ Dillon likes the cold. You see those snow tires kicking? Right. I'll tell you what. That's that's enough. Um, we will call you back uh, and let you know. Thanks for thanks for bringing that out for us. Um, Cancelled, bro. The pilot oh, no. did not even. <laughs> okay, so the lions, huh? <laughs> 
Here we are again. Yeah. Our first win, our final game. Everything is full circle. Uh, in in the interim between the last game and this one, Dan Campbell has got himself two wins and a tie uh, for that for that Lions team. What what are we supposed to hope for with this game? It's going to be a nooner on Fox. We've got Kenny Albert and Greg Olson on the call. Um, Devondre Campbell loves the cold. <laughs> he was out hard, man. You see, he was hitting people, just stopping them dead in the tracks. I didn't know he was going to be from. He was from Atlanta, and he came out. Okay, Miles, can you? Looks like he here. likes Miles. Miles, this one needs to. He needs to go. Who's Miles? He's my security. Audition. <laughs> I'm in another house. This is. A, this is a Microsoft Teams meeting. This is a this is a virtual. This is virtual. It's all virtual. Unless, virtual. unless you got a uh, Norton. Unless your security is Norton. <laughs> You're not getting me. Miles Norton, that's his name. <laughs> um, I got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because it's true. <laughs> You know, they showed uh, the records of, of teams that play their starters in their final game before the bye versus teams that rest their starters in the final game before the bye. I don't give a shit about that. I okay. really don't. I do. I care about this. I want to hear. What, what is it? So teams that rest their starters are like 12 and 13. And teams that play their starters are like way successful. Hmm. I would the bet data the good shows. ones won and the bad ones didn't. I don't I know, man. Let, the Lions, let the Lions win. That could be the difference between, like, you know, the two and the three or something like that. I don't know. Do the the Lions likely not going to be. I think the, what the if Jaguars. the Lions really want to lose and we try and let them win and it's just a battle to see if I don't we think, can make the Lions look Campbell, better or they can make themselves look worse? Yeah, Dan Campbell can't let his team do that, though. Dan Campbell's not going to let his team play not to win they're too they, t- they have integrity um yeah. so they're gonna they're gonna be coming for our kneecaps the same way they were in week two with their teeth like is fucking great strategy as to how you go after kneecaps yeah i think they're down to gums by this point but they're gonna be fighting <laughs> they got no teeth <laughs> um that's a bad strategy I'll never be We're able going to going after their kneecaps. How are you going after their kneecaps? We're going to do it with our teeth. <laughs> no. It's like a cartoony image of like a dog ripping off like the. Because <laughs> your exactly kneecaps how so you flexible. lose a fight against kneecaps. <laughs> how did they not call that out immediately? This, How are you going to win a football game if you're bringing a fucking jaw full of teeth against the kneecap. It's <laughs> just horrible strategy on every level. It's like your teeth are going to get knocked out, which is like what has happened to the Lions all season long. Yep. Um so we might we might see Tim Boyle on, mm. on Sunday. He might might be Jordan Love versus Tim Boyle, baby. Ooh. That would be tight. That would be yeah. super cool. Um 
what are you hoping for? I mean, other than health, health is the first one. Obviously, nobody can get. Let's okay. Let's pick. Let's do this. You can pick three players to put like a heavenly aura around them that protects them from any sort of injury, but only three. Who are your top three most important? Don't get hurt players. Well, let's just say two because we're all giving one to Rogers. Okay, and we might as well say one because we're probably all giving one to Devontae. Yeah. 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 Oh, I like how we cut to the bullshit. So we have one player <clears throat> one that we player. can protect. Who's not Aaron or Devontae? Man. Who are you protecting? That's a great I kind of think. Oh, man. It's so sad. <laughs> I, I don't know why my first thought is Preston Smith. Hmm. Really? That's an yeah. interesting one. I think the you know, because maybe he'll lose. Yeah, I don't know. Preston Smith just feels a little bit more important here. Rashawn Gary still. I, Rashawn Gary's looking better and better, but Preston Smith just feels a little bit more like a leader to me. Okay. Okay. Terrible answer, but. That's not, that's not. Like, I don't think there is a terrible answer to this. Yeah, it's tough. Who do you protect at number three is a really fascinating question. Who are you taking, Elliot? Russell Douglas. Yeah. I'm going to say Russell Douglas because there. Are, I don't think he is the – he's not the most consistent – vital defender on the team i think you're between probably kenny clark and rashawn gary i mean god can you imagine the line if kenny clark blows a knee that would be awful that would that, be yeah. Uh, yeah i'd have to say kenny clark over preston smith yeah because i'm thinking if you take preston off it's like oh that sucks but if you but take you still kenny have rashawn clark, gary if you take yeah. kenny clark away you don't have anybody Thing is, if you lose both Rashawn and Preston, but if it's one guy, yeah, you got to go Kenny Clark. Yeah. I think Kenny Clark is probably the smart answer. Yeah. But goddamn, I'm tempted to take Razul. I like Russell Douglas, and, and well, here's why I like Russell Douglas. Let's say because maybe he's, he's magical. That's that's it. That's the answer. Yes, he's magical. Um, yep. No, but it's 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 his. <clears throat> he is kind of. The he's he's in a way the heartbeat of this team, which was like dead and lifeless for so much of the season. He's kind of the the new energy on this team, and he is emblematic of the teeth of the Joe Barry defense because Joe Barry's defense is such that we give up lots of long drives, we let you work underneath on us, but you're gonna make a mistake, and when you do, who's there? It's kind of like the Zadarius of two years ago. A little bit, which is insane because Zadarius was a was a highly touted free agent, and we had to outbid teams for him. And Rasul Douglas was a street <laughs> practice squad guy. Um, but he's had a similar level of impact. Um, yeah, I like I like. I think Kenny Clark is the smart answer. Uh, I think our offensive line has proved <laughs> infinite. 
they're just infinite. They can go forever. We could lose three more of them. We would be fine. We would yeah. stick Cole Van Lannan and Ben Braden out there and be okay. Um, I feel like if I had to go play, I could play and would be fine. <laughs> like you personally, if you had to go play offensive line? They'd make it work. Yeah, they'd figure it out. Um, yeah, I think it's... So the the offensive line seems pretty infinite. There's no other skill guys. The other name that came to my mind was Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I think Aaron Jones has to be very high on this list yes. because AJ Dillon can shoulder a lot of the load, but I do not think that I, I think that you suffer greatly when you lose the dynamic of having both of them. I think and, we can do it with one, but I think having both is what makes us special. Yes, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, well said. Better than how I was saying it. Um, so Aaron Jones is in that conversation. Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary, Russell Douglas. I think Kenny Clark is the guy, though. Um, and then you have like <coughs> guys like Devondre Campbell and Adrian Amos, who are like, well, I really don't want to find out what life is like without those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're not That's true. as Let's just forfeit. Fuck it. <laughs> who cares? Yeah, this is this is how you approach winning football, right? Is just talking about who you're scared is going to get hurt. That's like in the locker room. They're like, all right, guys, make sure <laughs> make sure you're falling right. Make sure you're bending your knees. Let's go win the football game. <laughs> um, I mean, that's it for this game. Who cares? It is. And go health, go. It would be it would be great to I mean it would be great to go fourteen and three. Fourteen and three would be tight. That would be the first the first fourteen and three. Season would, ever. First would, fourteen and three season ever. Yeah, it would be forever the Packers number. Mm-hmm. Packers would forever own fourteen and three. And it would be the fourteenth champ nope, it wouldn't it would be the Yes, it would be the fourteenth the fourteenth championship. For Does the Packers anybody have a patent on fourteen and three? Because you can patent some dumb shit. <laughs> Let's trademark that. Yeah, trademark. Um Okay, well, after this Lions game, hopefully no one gets hurt. I mean, geez, hopefully no one gets hurt. Uh but if they don't and everything goes okay, we gotta figure out who we're playing next. Um and there's a couple of scenarios. It really seems like, I mean, Dallas and Tampa are kind of locked at three and four. Ooh, really? I don't know if they're locked, but Tampa Tampa owns the head-to-head tie break. Things break differently if if it's a three-way tie at 12 and five. I think the Cowboys win a three a three team tiebreak at twelve and five due to conference record. I know Tampa beats Dallas due to head to head. And if Tampa were to win and Los Angeles and Dallas were to tie, well, if Los Angeles and Dallas were to tie, then we have Arizona probably overtaking Los Angeles, and then you have Arizona taking the tiebreaker over Dallas to get to what would be the three seed because Tampa would be in the two seed. Lots of shit can happen here, but so um, are, you asking, are you asking who's gonna come play? Who do you? Who is gonna? Who's gonna come play? You know who doesn't like the cold? Who doesn't like the cold? 
Not me, because I like the cold, because I'm warm and snuggly. And any other team that comes to play, who doesn't you know, like the if, cold? You know, if if we don't call you, just assume that that means you didn't get the part. <laughs> okay. So that scenario brings up a fantastic question. If you had to cut one and keep one, who are you cutting? Who are you keeping between Tampa and Dallas? And if you could, would you rather just play both? Man, I don't know. I think I want to play both. I think I playing really both do. would be a lot of fun, especially mm-hmm. if you if you if you play both, that means you beat at least one of them, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that would be a great win over either of those teams. I don't really care to play Los Angeles again. I think if we do, it's it's getting dicey. We have beaten them twice, once this season, once last season. Mm-hmm. Um, we almost beat them during their Super Bowl year. Man, yeah, Odell Beckham looks – I think he looks like he's coming into his role there. Which is good. Like, God, fuck Cleveland for just not knowing what to do with Odell Beckham. He's, yeah, a, he's such a fun player to watch. It's, yeah. I'm, like, honestly just happy that he's doing well in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's good. I mean, he's he seems to, you know, he, see, he's he's a pro now, too. And it's, it's kind of fun to watch that. Like, his, his whole dramatic, you know, kind of narcissistic shenanigans that he had going on before were, you know, like, it was fun to root against the guy. But now to see him as, like, a like a pro, like a real football pro, it's it's – Fun to watch because he's got he's he's got a brain he's got a wide receiver incredible brain mm-hmm. like yeah. that play where he ran backwards to get out of bounds so he kept the clock running it was fantastic dude like the fourth down conversion that he had in the last game was amazing he's mm-hmm. smart fun to watch so who do you want to see who do you want to see play in the first round because if you, another potential matchup for that four to five is if the Cardinals win and the Rams lose, the Rams drop to five, and then I think the four seed is Dallas. You get Dallas and LA for four five. That would be really fun to watch. That would be a good game. You I get think Odell I would personally. I think I would personally pull for Dallas just because. I want to face Dallas. I yeah. want Dallas and Mike McCarthy versus Aaron Rodgers to be part of this story. If this story is going to fucking be a Super Bowl story, it better be a fucking decent goddamn story. And if there's a Mike McCarthy versus Aaron Rodgers rematch in there, that is a hugely dramatic narrative that I want to be encompassing in this whole shit. Man, any of these games, I think, are going to have good narratives. Even the no. Cardinals. A Cardinal, I mean, they're going to have good narratives. I think Cardinals coming back uh, is fine. We played them earlier in the year. It's always good when you get a chance, another crack at a team. Same thing with the Rams. There's even a little bit more there with Matt Stafford versus Aaron Rodgers. But we and them both. Like, that's, that's redemption story options for them. Like, there's no great character arc for us in rebeating who we've already beat. I'm 
I'm good on that as part of the storyline. I want to do some I, new shit. That but I think, I think it, for the for the divisional round especially, because like, look, the divisional round doesn't matter either. That's not what we're chasing, right? So if we got, I, like, I would, we're I think it would, it would be it would be poetic if we played the Rams again in the divisional round, right? Because that's who we played last year, and this is this year is just re-attempting. This is Avengers Endgame last year. David Bakhtiari just wakes up from his ACL, like good, right where we yeah. left off. Yeah, just it's the same team. Josh Myers is Corey Lindsley. It's fine. <laughs> nope. I'm not okay. looking for a fucking reboot. Well, I, I understand because it continues to get better. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Cowboys offer by far the most intrigue. Yeah, Bucks and Cowboys. And yeah, that's what that's that's what you want. And 49ers too. 49ers would be a big one. Niners wouldn't be shit. Are you kidding me? What would yeah, the 49ers be? The 49ers for a, divisional, last for a divisional round game, I think it would be significant. What if you had 49ers then Buccaneers, the two teams you lost in the NFC Championship to two consecutive years? You get redemption on them both in the Dude, playoffs where it counts. Beat the 49ers this in year. the regular season. Nobody yeah. gives a fuck about the regular season. We beat them last year. I do. Year I'm done with that. Dead, and we beat them this year when they were still like nothing Dude, because they. They're not serious. It's the fucking 49ers. Who cares? They've got what? George Kittle? Andrew, I I understand that. can't cover George Kittle. We don't have to be a real problem in our faces if we had to play them. It would be a legitimate thing. Yeah. 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 I would would get up for those matchups because you can't pick, you can't decide. In this instance, yes, we are deciding, but I think it's fair to say that there's intrigue in these other matchups too. I think it, I think it's fair to say that. Yeah, there's like the Bucks and Cow. <coughs> Sorry, the Bucks and Cowboys we haven't played yet. We played everyone else in the picture except for the Eagles. I don't the know. Eagles are the one the one unturned stone here, and I don't know how they get are in. It's like, what do they have? What, what do the Hurts. Eagles have? Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Their running game is, is has been injured all year. They have Devontae, Devontae Smith. The Eagles belong in the AFC. They're like a strange yeah. AFC team that's like fighting for one of those seven spots. And yeah, like, I feel like they they need to get blown off the map in the first round. Yeah, the Eagles, if they're there, I will be shocked. Yeah. But it's also the same team that we beat in the first round on the way to a Super Bowl last time. So I know, but that was avenging something. That was avenging fourth and twenty-six. Yeah. And then with the Falcons, we got to avenge our fucking first home loss. Yep. In the fucking winter for a zillion years. And then we got the Bears. And then we got to beat the Bears. Like, that was the perfect fucking storybook revenge tour. Yeah, that was that was a great like The Bears wasn't revenge, but the Bears, like, <clears throat> that's the biggest game you get to play your closest rival in, and we got to do that, too. That, yeah. You can't write a better story than that season was. 
And that's what I want. And to get anywhere close, we have to have Mike McCarthy and Tom Brady. I mean, how cool would it be to play to play Dallas, then Tampa, then Kansas City? Or the Patriots. No, Kansas City. The Patriots, dude, you the Patriots have Mac fucking rookie Jones at quarterback. The Patriots have Bill goddamn Belichick. Put some respect on that motherfucker's name. No. The Patriots are the five seed in the AFC, which is bad. I think Bill Belichick's a better coach than Tom Brady as a quarterback. I think Tom Brady is not Me the quarterback he is today without Bill Belichick. Same. I think the Patri- playing the Patriots would feel weird in the it Super Bowl. Would. It would be Aaron Rodgers versus Matt Judon. <clears throat> I like your face. Thanks. What about the Titans? The the LaFleur Bowl. Let's go. The Titans aren't going to be there. Hey, Titans we're playing the Titans best, next year, by the way. There are, there are our 17th. Titans are our 17th next year? Yep. At home, right? Yep. Yes, better be. My fiance just found out that there's a man named Brian Baldinger. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it amazing? That's almost as good as Dick Buckus. What? Yeah. <laughs> Brian Baldinger and Dick Buckus. Football is so stupid. Baldinger. <laughs> this is the correct reaction. On that note, we will bring the Packer Force podcast to an end. We're talking about one more segment. (laughs) Who likes the cold? Are your windows open? Who likes the cold? Aaron Rodgers likes the cold because he said the colder the better. I don't think I don't think Aaron Rodgers actually does like the cold. I think Aaron Rodgers took the stint notes on Brett Favre's how poorly Brett Favre did in very cold games at the end of his career. You could tell Brett Favre was kind of starting to hate the cold as he got older. Are you kidding me, dude? His second to last game in Lambeau Field, the divisional round against the Seahawks in 2007, was a fucking blast. He was throwing was snowballs and, and tackling Donald Lee. That was fun. What about Boston? Okay, that was too cold. That, yeah, well, Tom Coughlin didn't think so. His face. Yeah, his face turned into a fucking bushel yeah, of and apples. He never did anything about it. He, like, that was like his war mask. He was like, just freeze my face off and put it on my face. Yeah, where is he now? Uh, Jacksonville? Coughlin? Yeah. I thought he was he dead. Was, no, I don't no. know. He's not dead? 